listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 190 for May 3rd, 2018. This week, we talk about first times we allegedly got drunk, changes to the gun emoji, school dances, drug policies, pedicures, new hobbies, and of course, our drag race update. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Uh, we're on We're on the road. The show's on the road. We're live, honey. Live on air. Coming to you Saturday Night Live. Straight. I'll never get to say that in real life. So. Oh, oh, honey. No. Yeah. You you go in and say that. They'll just kick you out. They'll be like, mm-mm. Security? Throw them out, Straight y'all. from the barnyards of Arkansas. <laughs> it's Saturday Night. <laughs> it's, and, <laughs> and the whole just, audience is just farm animals. I just pass out with Boone's Farm <laughs> in my hand. When was the last time you had Boone's Farm? Years. And that, yet, used to, that used to be your, like, token, like, 10 years ago. I know, when I was a sloppy mess, now I'm a 30-year-old <laughs> with his shit together. And people still, people will, like, people who are turning it, no, wait, 21's illegal drinking age. They'll be like, Boone's Farm was my first drink because of you. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. That's not stuff's... something to be proud of, honestly. No. <laughs> Boone's Farm should be your first drink when you're 14. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not something, Ooh, not that girl. I encourage that. Not that I encourage it. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you're gonna, Boone's Farm. Know. What, it's what, like the wine cooler. It's like it's like the Smirnoff ice of, you know, everyone's had a Smirnoff ice at 16, right? Mm-hmm. That was me. That was my first drink. I was going to ask you, what was your first oh, yeah. drink ever? You know, it was a Smirnoff ice. My parents were out of town. Oh, my God. They don't know this story. My <gasps> Ooh, parents were out of scandalous. town. And uh, I invited over a few friends. This was in high school. Friends? And, uh, what are those? I know, right? <laughs> uh, and uh, they had they brought some some. Smirnoff Ice, and I I drank one, and I thought I was the coolest kid in the world. And you drank I one, and you still, were so drunk. I still have the bottle cap, and I wrote the date I drank it on the bottle cap. You're so gay. <laughs> and it's in my memory box, and I'm like, wow, what a crazy night. We were a bunch of crazy kids, when in reality, I was like the most square A student. Oh, my God. And like... This was just, you know, it wasn't like when you imagine what I just told, you imagine it like a Mean Girls party, Mm -hmm. but it was not. It was like we played a board game and went to bed by like, you know, 10. Exactly. Now, did you get drunk that night or was that just like your first drink? Oh, I'm sure I thought I was drunk. I got (laughs) drunk on prom night, uh, which was I consider that the first time I was like drunk, drunk. I had to be like carried out of a hot tub. Oh, my God. Like. Undressed, put tucked into bed. God, I feel like it, p- the people taking well, care of you felt like they were probably like working in a nursing home, putting an old person. Pro- to bed. They probably did, but mm-hmm. it was kind of their fault because I never really drank before, other than the Smirnoff Ice, and people were just handing me drink after. They were like, "Let's get Joseph as drunk as he can." And that, that probably didn't before. take much. Like, did they know that you looked no. like you know, like a starving they child? Just, I'm surprised I didn't, like, get alcohol poisoning and die, quite frankly. Don't drink when you're under 21. I didn't. Everything I told you was a lie. So mm-hmm. deal with that. You um, know? Did you say you were getting drunk in a hot tub? Because that could, like, increase everything because you're, like, losing. Yeah. You, like, like dehydrate, Yeah, you're don't getting you dehydrated. Yeah, exactly. But good news. There's water all around you. Just take a sip, sweetheart. Uh, I'm pretty sure that is not good medical advice. <laughs> just, take, just take a sip, sweetheart. Take a Dunk fucking your sip, head babes. It, it's a, it sounds about as good it as in. that sounds about as good as the advice that like straight people are like, oh my god, I'm gonna have sex in a hot tub. It's like I oh, cannot ew, ew. imagine how horrible get, that would go. 
First of all, I don't like to have sex when I'm that hot. Like, it's just uncomfortable. You're like sweating and then it's like splooge. Does it mix well with water? Yeah. Like, I don't know. You must have some really good lubricant. Also, I do not need chlorinated water in my nether regions. Again. Again. Ugh. For like the fourth time. Ugh. Everything I've mentioned so far, it's been a lie. I never drank. I never drank until I was 21. So. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, there the, you go. I think I told this. I, I think I told this story before. The first time that I ever got drunk, drunk, like actually drunk, I was in a trailer with my parents and my best friend and her mom, and we were all just drinking together. So uh, the first time I got drunk was with my mom. That's what I always tell everyone, and it was so much fun. I loved it. I love my mom. Um, but that's how sad my life is. Like I didn't. I don't even think I went to prom. I went to an anti-prom party. With a couple friends instead of going to prom. Oh, I didn't go to prom either. I went to the after party of prom. That's what really matters is the after party. I was like, I'm not. I went to junior prom and it was hell on earth. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. I I went to a bunch of dances in middle school when I had a girlfriend. um, And it was really fun. But I don't think I don't I didn't go to any dances in high school. I was not a dancing queen in high school, but middle school I was. I don't know what happened to me in high school. I just like wasn't into it. I don't know. I cried at every dance I went to in middle school. Uh-oh. Do you remember the Sadie Hawkins dance where the girls ask the guys? I I mean, and you dress I, up like hillbillies. I, this sounds I mean, like people a very just wore their normal clothing. Yeah, yeah. Was, everyone I don't know wears just, overalls in Arkansas, right? <laughs> it was you literally couldn't tell the difference, but it was like a hillbilly <laughs> dance called the Sadie Hawkins dance, and the girls asked the guys, mm-hmm. which was scandalous, of course. So and, um, oh, women I, having any ounce of power? Oh, we can only have it for one day. And I cried at that dance. I don't remember why. There's no telling. It wasn't over anybody. I think I was just overwhelmed because mm-hmm. I was an introvert and I was surrounded by people and I felt alone and I just started crying. That sounds like, like me. It was, was the yeah. Sandy Hawkins dance. Is that something that happened in middle school or high school? That was middle school. And okay. then I never went to another dance again until junior prom. And then I was like, I'm not going to senior prom. There you go. And the theme was like, oh, my God, Night in Paris. Oh, my God. It was the most generic prom. One night in Paris and Paris Hilton's there and you just take pictures with her (laughs) and then you leave. And there's this hideous cardboard Eiffel Tower. Like it was straight out of every single like early 2000s teen movie. I was just going to say, like your high school dance sounds like every teen movie out of the 2000s. You're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember Pretty why much. you ever were you, did you cry at your middle school dances just because everything was overwhelming or was is there a specific instance that you know that you were crying for a different reason? I have no I, I just cried. No idea. You just cried. I think I was just literally sensory overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I didn't have like the friends I had at that point in my life. I wasn't like I didn't feel close to them. They were the same people who would like hate crime me later in high school. Oh, that's you know. fun. Yeah. And so it's just it was just like a. I don't want to be here. I don't like the people. Why am I expected to do this? This Mm -hmm. this is something's wrong with society. Something's wrong with the world. And then you just cry. Just cry. You You might as well just just cry. Just cry it out. I have a similar situation when I was a... I I think I've talked about this. Maybe I haven't talked about this in the past. Um, I feel like I was a very anxious child and my parents didn't understand what it was. They called me sensitive, which I feel like is... 
kind of along the wrong lines because sensitive. Yeah. I don't know. They, I feel like that's a, it's like a, a, a euphemism. It's like yeah. a cover up that our child has like an anxiety problem. Exactly. You know? Or like it's, or maybe they just don't understand. They didn't understand. So yeah. that's what they thought, you know. Um, But I, I had, I had severe anxiety as a child and a lot of my anxiety stemmed into sleeping over at my friends' houses. I, I never had, like, any bad experiences, but I would just, like, I, I couldn't do it. I was one of those kids that, like, had to call my parents, and I was like, hey, like, I can't sleep over. Like, I, I, my body is shutting down. Like, my mind is racing. I feel like I'm going to die if I do this. And I felt it was so embarrassing as a child because, like, I loved all my friends and stuff. But there were um, I remember a couple specific instances in elementary school. So I was really young. Um, This was before a lot of things. They don't do this anymore because of, like, safety reasons. But um, back in the day, back in the good old days um, in my elementary school. So this is like K through five, I think. Um, mm-hmm. and so I was like probably third, fourth or fifth grade K not, through fifth. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I said, I think you could only do this like third, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. But if you had really good grades or something the entire year, then there was like a party night at the school and there was like a bunch of games that you could play and a bunch of stuff that was happening and you slept over at the school. Like there was good like a God, that doesn't sleepover. sound like a reward. That sounds I, I like know, a punishment. Right? It does sound like it's like you're in you're in prison, this place that you didn't want to go to. Anyway, it was like the cool thing. And I always got to do it every year because I was like such a goody two shoes or whatever. And I, I always got good grades when I was in elementary school. And so I would hang out until like the evening. And then I, I wouldn't stay for the sleepover part. And I, my parents would come and pick me up because I couldn't physically do it. And it was so embarrassing um, for all my friends because like they, you know, they were there too and they wanted to do this. And I always like had this thing in the back of my head, like what the fuck is wrong with me? Why can't I do this? Like, why am I so freaked out about this until years later when I, you know, when I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety, And I was talking it over with an actual therapist and she was like, this is really common and this is childhood anxiety and your parents didn't know what was going on. So now you have like a word to put to what your feelings were happening like back then. And I was like so relieved, like 15 years later, I was like, oh, this is what this was. Everything makes sense now. But I was that asshole kid that everyone thought was weird because I couldn't sleep over at my friend's houses. I got over that like in the future, but like I feel like this is a really common thing, but I don't know. It was it was super. Oh, I think it's common. I mean, you see like episodes of Arthur about it now, right? Sesame Street, like you know, now now they explain to kids, you know, what's going on. Mm -hmm. But I feel like grownups are always trying to lock kids into places they don't want to be. Like we had a we had a school sleepover thing. Mm. Then there were church lock ins. I've talked about uh, those uh, before, mm -mm. where you're locked in church overnight to pray. Yeah. And which what? I, I you call pray now overnight? I call, you just sit you pray. You, you they do worship songs, they have games, and then you just you're you just pray all the like every once in a while you that just, sounds like prison. That doesn't sound like a, ch- uh, a church lock in is code name for prison. It's child abuse is what it is. First oh, of all. Mm. And I never went to those. I mm. never I was like no. You were thank never you, forced honey. into those? No, I was never forced into that. I mean when you think it that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Does that still happen? Like email us, text us, whatever. Because like I don't know. I have no idea if that's. I don't know. I'm a recovering Southern Baptist. uh, Mm Ten years now. So Mm -hmm. you have your coin to prove it. I have my coin. (laughs) So I have my. It's a crucifix. 
and it's is it uh, also a, made, is it a double as a butt plug too it's a crucifix butt plug i mm. wear around my neck mm. delicious oh we've been inappropriate let's move on. <laughs> with us inappropriate <laughs> we've i been never inappropriate. i have okay. never here's an article okay coffee can help People have a more favorable view of their colleagues, according to new research. So, I mean, which, yeah, you're you know, probably less cranky around your colleagues when you're drinking coffee. So you probably hate them a little bit less. Guess what I am drinking right now? Coffee. Guess, guess what why? I'm drinking so, right now? So I can fucking put up with you. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking coffee, too. I'm drinking iced coffee because I'm gay. Iced coffee. Get is it? Did you buy it or make it? No, I made it. I have a little Keurig because mm-hmm. I'm gay. And I, oh, a cure rig, honey. A cure rig. Yeah. You know, honey, come it's, back it, when you have a French press. Exactly. Okay? No, no, no. Okay. I, I am so not fancy. It's literally dirt. Um, But I, I have some I'm ice. not fancy either. Justin is fancy. Yeah, see, I need to get myself a fancy man so I don't have He's to do all the like fancy a fucking, things. He, okay, so he just signed up for a mail order. Because we buy so much coffee. A mail order. No, I don't know. No, no, no. Although I thought you said bribe. I was like a mail order bribe. A bribe. No, no, no. no, no. Talk, like mean, like a Melania Trump sort of situation. What's a good Russian accent? He's he's in Russia. In Russia. <laughs> in, in Russia. In Soviet Russia. Everybody coffee buys you. Oh. Anyways. That was more like an Animaniacs kind of voice. That's okay. interesting. All right. Anyway, he it. just signed up for a mail order coffee thing. He mm. has like a $200 automatic coffee grinder. Shit. Like, I know. And he's got his French press. And so he makes us our coffee every morning. And mm. then during the day, I always want a second cup. And so I use the pre-ground cheapest stuff from Target. Is it and Folgers? I make it in the microwave. Yeah. No, I use, I'm a little bit better than that. Okay, you're okay. better than my mom, okay. I am a little bit better than that. Uh, <laughs> I get it in the bag, not those like tins or whatever. <laughs> right. Oh, oh God. my God. I don't even look for those. It doesn't cross my mind that coffee exists in that form anymore. Well, it's literally it's not dirt. like 1995. Yeah, yeah it, it tastes weird. like topsoil. So there's no point. You could probably grow things in it. Well, I'm, that's my coffee I'm drinking right now is the cheapo. Well, God bless. I don't, I'm, I don't deserve I got, the good stuff. Because in the Keurig that comes with those little pods, I got like a thing of Colombian coffee that's in the pods. And it tastes fine. I don't know. It tastes good. Keurig. I'm not, I'm not fancy. I know. It, it probably tastes like snob. dirt compared care. to you. I, I One day, I Corbage. want you to replace one of Justin's cups of coffee with like shitty Folgers. Just once. And so, oh, he would know. He like can because he drinks his coffee black. I used to drink my coffee black, but now I've started adding my soy creamer. Mm. I have to have the soy creamer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he, he so he can like tell the difference. He between drinks each coffee, kind of coffee for the taste, which is blasphemous. Well, the taste and then also like the kick. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like He's he a drug buys addict. the dark roasts and the like the no blonde roasts. You know, we don't want that that fruitsy tootsy. Mm-hmm. You know? You're gay enough as it is. Dork, dork, corfie. dork, dork, corfee. Anyway, this study. Oh, yeah. There was a study. There was an article. Two experiments. Two experiments on a total of 134 college students. They found the people who ingested caffeinated coffee felt better about themselves and their fellow participants. So they sat them all down. They made them discuss Occupy Wall Street for 15 minutes. Remember that? Oh, I'd kill myself if I had to talk about that again. I don't... Is this still... It's gotta be still going on. There's gotta be, like, still... A couple sad people camping out in a park somewhere. I had a roommate a long time ago that went to one of those Occupy things. And I was like, good for I you. Think- I'm just lazy and I'm, I'm a bad I'm a bad person. So you go do it. 
Well, they found the people who drank the caffeinated coffee before the discussion were better at focusing on the topic at hand. I mean, that makes sense. Coffee, coffee helps your, your, you know, focus on things, right? The coffee, the caffeine helps you stay it's awake. A stimulant, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I just started taking, uh, so I used to take Excedrin migraine, which is acetaminophen, which I think is Tylenol, ibuprofen, mm-hmm. or that. I think it's Tylenol, aspirin, and caffeine. Yeah. Is what's in the pills. And I stopped taking them for a while because it's just, it was a lot. I was taking a lot of Excedrin. Mm. And it can't be good for my liver. You know what I mean? Can't be but good for any of your small, petite body. It's the only thing that gets rid of my migraines. So I started taking it again. And it the caffeine, you really notice, it gives you a little that little buzz to keep mm. living. Oh, my God. Sometimes you just need that little buzz to keep on living. I'm you know? curious. You know how in the past, like, people just, like, they just took cocaine because it was a stimulant. Like, there was no, there was nothing bad about it. They thought it was fine. I wonder in the and future. And, like, LSD. Yeah, exactly. They were like, oh, like, you know, here, here's some cocaine wine or whatever. You know, just let me just drink some of this to get through my day. I'm curious, like, 150 years in the future, if, like, we're going to have the same feelings about caffeine or something. Like, we figure out that caffeine is horrible for you or something in the near future. Oh, no. And then people look back and they're like, oh, my God, like, people drank caffeine all the time in coffee. I don't know. I think it'll go the opposite way because there are tests being done right now on like I think we'll be lo- more looser with stimulants like LSD. I hope they're doing so. all those micro dosing experiments right now with like positive results. And it's mm-hmm. like like these people who are doing it are getting in the controlled studies are like getting shit done. Yeah. Give like me it's LSD improving so their I can lives. hate myself less. I know. Just like a micro dose. I just there are things in my life I need to get done and they're not getting done. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm hmm. Exactly. Make me a more productive human being, please. Give me some LSD. So I think in the distant future, first of all, I think I have a very loose drug policy. I think basically all drugs should be legalized. Mm -hmm. Get rid of like this whole underground cartel shit. Tax it. You know. And then put all the tax money into schools. Right. I mean, the government's missing out on so much tax money from drugs. Honestly. Honestly. Like if you when you look at all the profits being made in the places where marijuana has been legalized, you're like, like, Holy like shit. Washington State, like right over next to me, they are raking in the money. Yeah, it's like it's thank crazy. God now you can like give now you can give children better educations. Exactly, you know? Ugh, the dream. And um, so I I think that in the I think it'll be a long time before that happens. But then we I need think, all the old conservatives to die first. Well. Drugs right now are such a forbidden fruit. I know, like, which, which okay, makes listen. people want them even more. And so then we get drug, like addiction is a real problem. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it, like a lot of it can be helped with like, it sounds counterproductive, but like making the stuff legal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Making it uh, accessible in the amounts that it needs to be accessed. Yes. Listen, I'm not as smart on drug policy as I should be or like I'm not as smart as how I should be talking right now. Mm -hmm. But I got ideas. Joseph has ideas in his little little walnut brain of his. Listen, I have thoughts. Mm, Thoughts? Oh, a sentient being? I had no idea. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. You wanted a twist? Sentience. What a twist, honestly. Joe's been alive. This is our 190th (laughs) episode, and Joe's been alive all this time. Crazy. I have thoughts. I have hopes, dreams, aspirations. I'm pretty sure you are just a Google home inside of a twink body. Speaking of Google. Uh oh. Have you seen all the emoji shit that's been going down? Uh, I don't know. I don't pay attention to that. With the guns, the gun emojis? What's happening? So Microsoft is about to be the only, okay, okay, 
Rewind it. Take it back. Take it back. Okay. Let me take you back to 2013. Take it back now, y'all. Gun emojis. Guns across the board. Gun. Mm Apple, gun. You get a gun. gun. I get a gun. Samsung, you get a gun. You get a gun. Microsoft's, though, is like this weird laser gun. I don't remember this emoji. Wow, but so it was quirky. Microsoft. Well, I don't know where I would see a Microsoft emoji, first of all. Like what Microsoft Remember Edge? Windows phones? Oh. I don't. Oh, I guess like Microsoft Outlook, maybe. But I'm not using that. That's sad. Uh, 2014, still guns. 2015, still guns. 2016, Apple changes it to a water gun. Wow. <laughs> Bright green. <laughs> Bright green orange tip, clearly a fake gun. To 2017, nobody else has followed suit. 2018, honey, let me take you to the now. Google changed it to a water gun. Looks like a Splatoon gun, actually. Samsung, mm. water gun. Twitter, water gun. Uh, Facebook says they plan on changing theirs, but they haven't yet. Microsoft, though, still a real gun. Wow. Well, I guess all the conservatives are going to have to use only Microsoft services now. Enjoy your Outlook. That's uh that's the hot news. I've got this article on the Verge, honey. This is the this is pressing. Pressing I'm news. Sure, I guess I'm sure it, there's a whole group of white supremacists that are all up in arms about fucking emojis. I guess it does show like it, like it really shows the times. Mm-hmm. Just like like our language changes and emojis are a part of our language and now emojis are changing. Right. I don't, I don't know, know, man. I do have a problem with, okay, clearly, obviously these are emojis. They're little cartoon images. Do you have a problem with them or, or not, not even if you have a problem, what are your thoughts on the shift of real gun emoji to fake gun emoji? Oh, wow. Am I in like a political debate right now? Oh my God. Yes. I'm we at the CNN so town smarter. hall. Talking about Town gun Hall. emojis. Oh, honey, Fox and friends. Oh, they are no friends of mine, honey. <laughs> uh, okay, what are your thoughts? I mean, okay, I I don't care really at all. Like, if they feel like that, you know, if they if those services want to change their emojis, then they have the right to do so. I don't know. I don't think that it's an infringement on my rights for them to change a real gun to a water gun. It, part of me, like the shitty libertarian part of my brain, I'm not libertarian, but I, I've grown up in Montana. So, like, I I know guns. I know people with guns, whatever. That part of my brain is like, it's it seems a little bit ridiculous. But the other part of my brain is, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. So, like, I it doesn't affect me in any sort of way. So if they feel like, you know, if if Apple and Microsoft and Google feel like that they are doing a service by, you know, toning down the guns in their emoji you know, packs for their devices um, in order to make, you know, to make things feel safer or whatever the reasoning is, then great. I don't I don't really care. I don't know. Is that a I don't have a valid reason, really. What about you? I guess you said it doesn't really matter, and I qu- I wonder whether or not it does. Yeah, like, see, I, I don't wonder, know, you know? I wonder how it affects, to what extent these emojis are, like, affecting our thoughts on things. Because, okay, let's be real. You and I, we've used the gun emoji to, like, you know, like playfully to each other. Do you know oh, what I yeah, mean? yeah, no. Like, no, I want to kill get you on every the phone, day. You know, and then, exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's been a joke emoji for people like us. Mm-hmm. And, then, and you know, now we just use the knife. We use, like, the bloody knife emoji or whatever. You know is, what I mean? Like, I'm curious how many gun emojis were used in, like, bomb threats or something. Like, what is the statistic of, like, actual threats using the gun emoji do we have those statistics i don't know i can't think of a like 
I know there are like gun YouTubers and gun Instagrammers, and I'm sure they use the gun emojis. Imagine having sometimes. like a gun Instagram account. I know it sounds awful, doesn't it? Oh God. Well, I guess everyone has a hobby, and just some people's hobbies are, you know, conflicting to Conf- the world. Mm, yes, yes. In okay. conflicts to the way the world is growing. I see. That's a that's a great way to put that, Joseph. Pat yourself on the back. You just uh, up, you wow. Just, PhD well, in words, honey, Joseph P- Bird's song here. What's everyone, it, politically correct, honey? Honey, the queen of it. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. We've but never I think been all problematic. Of these, like, I don't know how much this is going to influence the world as a whole. Yeah. Because I think language does influence the world, and emojis are part of our language at this point in time. But I think it at least reflects the world. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at emojis, I mean, look at all of that. We don't just have yellow face emojis anymore. Now there's all shades from, like, white to uh, black. Exactly. You know I mean? And I feel like representation like matters. Yeah, so emojis and the changes they make to emojis like reflect what's going on in our culture. That's true. You have a very valid point there. I think that emojis, let's take it a step further, predict the future. Wow, 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 wow. Incredible. Um, Speaking of things that are uh, problematic (laughs) or whatever, I don't know. Last week, I got my first pedicure. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say period. Yes, I finally, 16-year-old Sam, I finally Mm -hmm. started bleeding. I just want to let everyone know I'm a woman. Where's the period emoji? See, that's the real question. Where is the bleeding vag emoji? Okay. <laughs> oh, I see. I was thinking like tampon or pad or like. Oh, that would be fun. I mean, pill. I'm sure someone could convert the bloody knife into a bloody tampon. Mm-hmm. That'd mm-hmm. be easy, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sure. Anyways, sure. Before I'm, I'm jumping down a hole, aren't I? Oh um, yeah, and I'm, and I'm saying. You know, I'm waving back from it up out. Here. Back it out. You Sam. know, back I'm it waving out. Waving from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> My ship is sinking and Joe's on the island just waving me goodbye. Jumping ship, honey. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I got my first pedicure yesterday, not yesterday, last week, and um, I told you about it. It was right after we recorded last week. I had to go. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to go, but um, I was visiting my parents last week. I was visiting mostly my mom. I talked about this, and uh, we were hanging out, and she told me she was, um, I think she's in Belize right now. She was she's was just about to go on a trip with her sister to Belize. They're going to be down there for like a week and a half, and so they were getting all prettied up or whatever, and they had a scheduled appointment to get a pedicure. And they, you know, they go and do things. They get their nails done. They get their feet done, whatever. And she just mentioned to me, hey, your um, your aunt and I, we're going to go get a pedicure. Do you want to come with us? And I thought about it and I was like, I've never done it before. Like, sure. And she was kind of taken aback. She was like, oh, OK, I'll 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 make an appointment for the three of us. And so then I went and um, my feet were so ticklish. It took all the energy in my body to not kick the poor woman in the face when she was working oh my on God. my feet. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. So, but it was super, super nice. And like, I don't know, my my mom and my aunt, they got us like this deluxe package where they like Ooh. massaged our legs and they put yeah. like menthol all over our feet. And so it was like tingly and they, you know, took a cheese grater to all our calluses and it was fucking nice. Like this was a fancy ass pedicure. I think it was like 65 to $70 a person. Um, Do you get a color? I did. So um, my mom. Yeah. So my mom and my my aunt, they got French tips, I think, on their feet. Um, That is so Montana. Like that is so. Oh, yeah. It's so old white woman. (laughs) 
That is so rural. I can't mm-hmm. even. Oh yeah. Okay. Girl. Um. And so uh, they were picking out their colors, and my my mom didn't even ask me. I don't think she didn't ask me if if I wanted a color. But then I just started looking. I was like, if I'm gonna get a pedicure done, I might as well. Well, you know, if I'm gonna get my first pedicure, I might as well get a fucking color. Like while I'm here. Might as well just, you know, go through all of it. I don't care. And so I got a color and I got like the gel color. So it's it's going to stay on for a while. Like she is the color is here. It is vibrant. My toes are painted for the gods. I got this like dark purple, dark blue, almost black color Ooh, on all my toes. so on trend i guess um and so i posted pictures of it to twitter and it was super super nice however oh, let me go to your twitter um i yeah see my my ugly ass fucking hobbit my furry hobbit feet all over twitter <laughs> um i took a, a few pictures there on my twitter and i it was so nice it was really relaxing after the first like 15 minutes or so i kind of like my feet got used to being touched and rubbed and stuff and so I had to, you know, but the first like the first 10 to 15 minutes, I was like trying. I was all of my energy was going into like not laughing or like not kicking my fucking feet around because they were really sensitive. Um, they are cute. Are they Look cute? Look at your little piggly wiggly. Yeah, my fat little toes got You're painted. Like- <laughs> I still have. So the last pedigree I got, it was probably like a month and a half, two months ago. And because uh, Justin gets one like every two to three weeks. Because Does he get his- a color on his feet? On his toes? Okay, so he didn't until I did. <gasps> Ooh. So we did it the first time. That one time we were like, oh, let's get a color to freak Piggy out because Piggy likes to lick our toes. That's right. You mentioned and, that. Yeah, yeah. And that color is still on my fucking feet. Like that was like two months ago. Did you get and gel it, gel tips? I have no idea what the hell they put on my feet, but it's the most resistant thing in the world. <laughs> like, of course, it's mostly cracked off and whatever, yeah, yeah. but they are still like they look janky as fuck. Mm-hmm. But it's still on some of my toenails. It's cray. There you but go. yeah, they do. The hardest part I have is my jeans are so tight. I have to roll them up. To That's my right. Knees. Yeah, I had to roll my jeans. And up. I like I like can't. Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> they're like they're slapped <laughs> they, to your skin and your legs. Are. It is like my second skin. It's like peeling my skin up. Mm-hmm. Like you're molting mm-hmm. or shedding. How long did it take? Um, I think it took like, uh, I want to say like probably 40 minutes, 40 minutes to an hour. We were hanging out there. It was it was a lazy process, but it was super nice. Well, I, I totally recommend it if you have someone to pay for it for you. Because I sure didn't pay $65 to do this. My mom did. So God bless. I think bless. You, can get, you can get cheaper versions. Oh, yeah, you too, can. They probably. definitely picked the deluxe package. If it was me, I would have mm-hmm. just, you know, got my toes painted and I would have been out of it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my my feet, I totally highly recommend it. And what was really interesting is later on that day, because um, this was like earlier in the morning and my mom and I, we had to do some grocery shopping and stuff. And I have my, my Birkenstocks on because I'm, you know, I'm a piece of shit, you know, I herb herbivore whatever you live veggie. in yeah, you live in montana yeah. yeah that's all you have to yeah, say veggie little all you bitch. have to say uh-huh mm-hmm. um and so my my beautiful toes are out in the open so people can see and so are my mom like we're both wearing sandals we're doing stuff and you know we go through our day and at the end we're unloading groceries and she just turned to me and she was um i think i, I thanked her or something i mentioned the pedicure and she looked at me she's like thank you so much for not being like weird about getting your toes done and i was like I you asked me and I said, yes, I wanted to do this. It's not like you forced me into doing this. And it kind of got me thinking. It's like I this is a situation where I am so glad that I'm gay because I don't have to deal with that masculinity complex of like, oh, my God, what are people going to think of me if I get my toes done? Like I dealt with that shit 10 years ago. Like I am so 
past that that I did. It didn't even cross my mind that like, oh, am I going to get fun made fun of because I got a pedicure? But of course, in my mom's mind, like she's never, you know, really had to you know deal with that. And so she was kind of concerned for me. She's like, thanks for not being weird. It's like, of course, I'm not going to be weird about it. I wanted to get this done. So it was, it was a weird interaction with me. I was like, oh, wow. Like. I wonder if I was like straight and had a masculinity complex and did this, like how long would I, you know, think about it? Think about people well, looking at my are, feet. There are lots of gay guys with masculinity complexes. That's, that's true. They, that's that's true. where you get the the legit people who type mask for mask on mm-hmm. all their profiles. That's you true. Know? That's true. That's true. You're but right. no, and it's like getting your toenails painted. Gay culture. Honey, it's so you nice. Know? Oh, my God. And I don't have You'll, to deal with like. Thinking if I'm man enough or whatever, because that shit's out the window. I've dealt with that a long time ago, so I can do whatever the hell I want and still feel good. So You'll have to let me know once the polish wears off. Because once Justin's wore off, like when he got his next manicure, they took it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was he was like, oh, he was like, oh, I hate my feet without this nail. So now Ooh. he gets a color every time. <gasps> so what color mm-hmm. did you guys get last time? So the first time, oh, I don't go with him every time. I oh, go okay. with him like every four or five times mm-hmm. um because my feet are already like really pretty and i like, mean I if mean, anyone has the prettiest feet in the world it's probably joe yeah Let's my feet are real. gorgeous i mean they tell me that at the pedicure place there's like nothing to scrape off the bottom they're like buttery smooth i've never worked a day in my life exactly that, you know? yeah, that's because that you don't you don't walk ever i don't walk people mm-hmm. carry me you have whatever. baby feet so I don't like they spend most of the time doing a leg massage because they don't have anything else to do on my feet. Mm. But anyway, uh, Justin got a I think he got a dark blue the first time. And this time he got like a light purple. Ooh, really cute. pretty. Mm-hmm. Very pretty. Very pretty. Lovely. Well, I highly recommend pedicures. Um, I got mine done for the first time and highly yes. recommend. I think what my mom was telling me, cause I got the, I got that gel polish, which is it's, it does not come off easily. She told me like my nails going to start to grow out and it's going to just like start looking gross. So apparently mm-hmm. I have to go in and they can take it off for me and it's like 10 or 15 bucks or something. Or um, just get, Oh, I think I told you all the ways I tried to get mine off when it oh. started peeling off. Mm-hmm. I tried like, like alcohol apple cider vinegar, baking soda, because we don't have fingernail polish remover in the house. And I was like, I'm not going to CVS just to buy nail polish remover that I'm going to use once. Yeah. So I tried everything. I couldn't get it off. Well, if your nails, if they're the gel nails, then apparently fingernail polish remover won't work. It's like it's too hardy. If it's regular nail polish, then it'll be fine with nail polish remover. But if you get like the the deluxe stuff that like is supposed to stay on for a long time, you're supposed to go in and they have to like they have a special thing to like get it off for you. So I don't know the witchcraft involved, but apparently mine's supposed well, to stick around. Well, the right mine's going. Mine will be gone in about four more months. So. I mean, there you go. And then I'm sure Piggy will just, you know, eat the rest of the flakes on the floor. Probably so. God bless. God, he's a little. He just learned how to get up on the couch by himself, and so now I walk into the living room, and he's just like splayed out on the couch. <laughs> I'm just like, get a job, like honey. mother, okay. like daughter. Yeah, he's. I just looked over right now, and he's flopped over on the couch. Good job. He has such a hard life, Joe. He does bless his heart. Well, before we get into Drag Race, did you say you had something you wanted to talk about involving the constriction? Oh. It sucks. They built, okay, okay, this creature they're building outside of our windows. They added like a third story to it. And now we can't see the sky. Um, That's The sky's gone. 
Yeah, it's gone. It's like we can't look at our kitchen window now and look up and see the sky because this building's there. But well, on the if bright you can't side, see the sky, that means the sky's gone. So uh, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. but it's like uh, it's so weird because they built it closer to us too. Like this building is closer to our windows and taller, and so it's just like I don't know. I don't know. Okay, they I'm ready for the demolished our view. I don't think there's anything we can do, but the only positive I can find is like. That's a that's west windows that they're hiding. And in the summer, the sun gets in those windows and it gets really hot. So yeah. whatever. How tall but are it they going to make like the building? Gonna be, I think that's the height, the, the tallest they can make it because they're mm. really strict um, building height gotcha. uh, restrictions in D.C. So hopefully. Oh, and I'm seeing Trixie on Thursday. Oh, is that for her moving parts tour? Yes. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. Let me know how it yeah, is. It'll be fun. I will. I will. Okay, shall we talk about Drag Race? Yeah, let's do it. These are a few of our favorite queen... Whatever. Um, So, what happened this week? It was... I don't remember. The the fake drag con panel is what the challenge was. Yeah. Uh, What can you say except that Eureka really dominates a room? Like, she just is a force when she walks in. I don't know what happened. I was ready for Eureka to go home like three episodes ago, and now she's slaying. So I'm like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, she's doing great. What a surprise Um, for me. Was it the Vixens panel? Yeah, because it was Miss Cracker, the Vixen, and Blair. I, I had to mute it. I had to it mute was that bad. part. I couldn't. I couldn't watch it. Like I yeah. mute. I couldn't listen to it. It was just like it was awkward, and there was like some like shade that was trying to be thrown, but it just sounded rude. It just was not put together well. No, the, it like just the chemistry wasn't between the three of them just were not. It was not landing. It the, was uh, hard to watch. The thing that pissed me off though was the group that was safe. So it was Monique. Uh, who else was in it? Monet Exchange. Monique, Monet, and oh, was and it Aquaria? Cameron. No, 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 no. Cameron was in the winning group. Yeah, it was Cameron Aquaria. was. Yeah, it was Aquaria. You're right. And Monique was like, I, I have to say, I thought y'all held me back, and I was like, girl, just stop this. Like it has been consistent every week. Monique thinks she should have won. Monique didn't win. She's safe, and it's like, bitch, you are middling. Yeah, that's she's who you are. So middle Accepted. right now. <laughs> Leave the show. Come back. Get an all stars. Stepped up. But right now, you are middling. Yeah, you're middling. Exactly. That's Got what it. you are. You. She's Accepted. been safe every week. Every week. And I'm over her blaming it on other people. Mm -hmm. Everyone except herself. She's blamed it on. Well, the thing is, is like at first I was like, I I tended to agree with her. But the fact that it's happened every single week, it's like, honey, it's you. Like, it's 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 you. It's so her. It's so her. (laughs) Um, The winning group, it was uh, Eureka, Cameron. And who else was it? Uh... I got a blank in my, I got a blank image right there in my head and I can't feel it in, mm, you know? I don't remember. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, Blair went home. Yeah, bye Blair. I think it was, it's at that point in the competition where middling queens start to go. Exactly. And Blair has been safe every week mm-hmm. too. She's been middling as well. And she, I guess it was, it was her time. I love her though. She moved to DC. What? She did? 
She apparently just recently moved to D.C. So, uh, oh my God, please go see her here. for me. Blair was one of those people that I thought was going to be an early out just from her Meet the Queens yeah, videos. Yeah. I was like, she's filler. Like, I totally didn't give her the benefit of the doubt. And I've loved every single look that she has turned. I loved her personality. I loved her attitude. I loved all of her looks, including the look that she gave that like Southern Belle look with the big hat. Loved it. Um, so, I mean, I, like you said, I feel like you were exactly in that part of the competition where it's the middling queens that are starting to go. The queens that are not outshining, but getting outshined are about to go. Because, like, I, the, the only reason why Blair went home is because that she was lip syncing against the Vixen and the Vixen won the lip sync. There's no other reason why she went home. Like, it just, yeah. it got, it's, and to that point, the competition where the lip sync really matters... And I do think it was like I thought she would last longer than this. Like, yeah, I, think I, I she, wish it was she just a bad week. Like yeah. early on, she was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved her, her looks. looks and her legs go for days. I know like, they're when so she nice. Heels, it's amazing. But I, I see how uh, the stars align for her to leave this week. Mm-hmm. But she she came out with her music video. She's got a music video. I yeah. watched it. Pretty the, good. The, yeah. The thing is, is like I feel like this is one of my favorite drag queen songs in a long time it's very like euro trash eurovision um sounding and the budget for the music video is like really good like it would it's yeah, filmed it really well good yeah and she has a good singing voice too so i'm just yeah, like work girl I, it was I, I just really hope that blair has a has a long lasting career in the future because i feel like that she deserves it i yeah. think she will yeah. she's got a i mean like the whole like 40s 50s 60s stuff is not new but mm-hmm. i i haven't seen a queen in a while who like has made it their thing yeah exactly and has I, been like young and fresh with it yeah she has and a so really good aesthetic like, she has a she's she's seems really kind like she has a lot going for her so i yeah, i hope that she I has lots of fans I think she'll go on. She, mm-hmm. I, she's been, definitely been one of the season favorites. And yeah. hey, maybe I can get her to uh, come be on the podcast. Oh my god! Please be friends with Blair St. Clair and get her on the podcast. Oh I love god. it. Blair St. Clair, be my best friend. I literally have no friends in DC. I mean, girls, it's time to start. I feel like you and Blair would be such good friends. We would hit it off, but I think I'd be jealous for her a lot because she would be like that young, hot friend. Oh, totally. I'd be so mad. Like she's like she's level of twink that I used to be. And now I've lost that level of twink. And Mm -hmm. now I'm like, now you're jealous. You're jealous and you're deceiving with hatred. The bitter old queen now. You know, (laughs) I would be like the bitter old queen. I'm like her grandmother Willow. You know, (laughs) like this is it for me. Like you're the ugly stepsister now. And she's the the ugly stepsister. Exactly. So, but see, the thing is, is I'm the uglier stepsister to you. So it all evens out. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm Thanks always for here. being ugly. Mm-hmm. No problem. <laughs> it takes a lot of work. But you know what? I do it for you. Oh, does it? It looks like it looks effortless. Mm. You make it look effortless, Ravioli. Mm. Mm. Anyways, it was an episode. It, I, it, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I really I enjoyed the good. panels. I, uh, whatever. Yeah. I didn't hate it. The end. The That's end. our Drag Race update. Pretty to- good episode. Sad to see Blair leave. Exactly. There you go. Oh, and I also, I think my least favorite look was probably the Vixens. I don't know. I, I didn't like. I'm over her. She looks so budget lately. Yeah. She looks so, like, you can look good on a budget, but that thing, like, even when they didn't zoom in, I could see 
that it was scrappy. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like the design of the like I liked the hat, although like Michelle pointed out, it was covering her face. It was a very Coco Montrese moment. um, All Stars 2 where you couldn't see her face. And I don't know, just the her outfit looked really bulky. And I don't the point didn't come across that her outfit was made out of hat rims like that didn't show. It just it just looked bad. So I was like, well, oh, okay. it, it just looked like it was it was a really cool concept, but it just wasn't executed as pristinely and as well as it could have been. Yeah, agreed. But otherwise, it was a it was a good concept. Just like just stitch it. Yeah, just stitch. I mean, call up Derek Barry if you want a hem done. Honey. Oh, hem, the hem here, a hem there, a hem everywhere. Honey, there were hems everywhere. Yeah, you got to hem it up, girl. You got to hem it up. All right. Uh, your favorite things, shall yeah, let's, we? Let's do it. These are a few favorite things. Ooh, Joe's a little Joe's a little tipsy here with his favorite things, things. this week. Ooh, having one of those wine coolers. Ooh, ooh, one ooh. wine cooler, hunty. <laughs> oh, this when wine the weather I'm... gets above eighty, and I have a wine cooler. I'm so drunk off of half a wine cooler. <laughs> I'm getting a little tipsy. Oh my god. Um, I I'm gonna us. go first because I know yours is okay, garbage. Please, it is garbage. <laughs> I am starting to embroidery, to embroiderize. I'm starting to embroider. There you go. Okay. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and uh, I'm using a punch. Do you know what a punch needle is? That sounds like drug use to me. I don't it's, know what that uh, means. <laughs> no, it looks like one of those things you test your insulin levels with, honestly, Ooh. the punch pens. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's it's a it's a way to make embroidery designs. And okay, I've been looking for a hobby. I've been looking for a hobby because I don't have any and I'm lonely. There mm-hmm. you have it. Yep. And, that's the truth. And uh, I was like, I've been looking for an art thing because I used to do watercolor and I've dabbled in other art stuff. And I was like, I'm going to do some embroidery now because it looks like fun. The art you can make with it is just really, really cool. Mm-hmm. So I bought like the the embroidery floss. I got all my stuff set up. I only got it like today in the mail. So I haven't used it a whole lot. But I had set up my my ultra punch. Excuse me. Ultra punch is the brand. Mm-hmm. It's a punch needle embroidery needle set. Oh. Recommended. Uh, it just helps you embroider really fast and you can make really cool designs. So um, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make really cool art and I'm going to sell it. So watch this space, honey. Go to my Zill. What's the site? <laughs> I don't know. What's this? No, those basic. Go, go to my Weebly. Bookmark my <laughs> Weebly. Go to my Pixo. <laughs> go to my Go to my GeoCities. <laughs> go to my Homestead.coms. Mm-hmm. Go to my Wix bookmark website. It. You know, my wicks. Watch this space because you will be seeing embroidery art, honey. Also, I need a side job because mm-hmm. let me tell you the realness of living in D.C., honey. <laughs> it's, I'm sure you're going to make bank doing embroidery. It's hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Life's hard right now. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. It's the recession. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's a good one. I looked up a different, like a lot of different reviews on punch needle sets before I did this. And this mm. one was the best. It looks like it's from the 90s. Like the packaging is like tie dye. It's really Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It looks like really useful though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You watch the videos and they're just punching those embroideries out, you know? Uh, Punch me with this. Honestly, I'm ready. Oh, look at this. On the back of it, it says just type ultra punch in YouTube search bar. Don't tap that in Pornhub search bar. Okay. Ultra Uh, punch. mm, Yeah. Don't do it. Mm -mm. Don't do it. YouTube search bar only. Yeah. Make sure your safe search is on for that one. Safe searches. Okay. Um, I'm Um, really surprised because um, I I just like I'm I I I don't I didn't I I I, uh, 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 overload 
<laughs> this doesn't oh. seem like something that you would do, but it's it seems like a really relaxing hobby. Yeah. I've done crocheting and knitting, mm-hmm. but like I'm over that. You yeah. know what? Like I can't be in there. Can't there are too many gays who crochet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I need to be the embroidery gay. You know. Mm, and yeah. I thought quilting. You know, I basically went to a nursing home and was like, "What do y'all do? Yeah, you know? what do y'all fucking do? What do y'all do?" And they were like, they gave me a list. There you go. Well, you I, what I'm I I was getting this kind of confused. I, there's a couple people on Twitch that I follow actually of all places that are really into purlers. You know, what purlers are yeah. Uh, isn't purling like knitting um look up perler beads oh perler beads yeah 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 yeah, yeah. A, a i've lot got of people, a daisy yeah a lot of people like doing perlers because they can do like it they can make everything look 8 bits like yeah, do 8 bit yeah. style stuff and that always interests me like perlers but it seems like it takes a lot of energy it's very like animal crossing able sisters design thing you know because you kind of go well, pixel by pixel well, you just pop them on, don't they? Don't you just iron or spray water? They've got ones that adhere with water. Yeah, too, yeah, that's right. I'm not sure exactly how it works. I saw an infomercial. Yeah, this sort of stuff is really interesting too. Um, regardless, I used to long time ago. I used to do embroidery just a little bit. Oh I dabbled yeah, like in it. cross stitch. Yeah, I cross stitch. That's what it was. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I think my grandma got it, got me into it. It was a long time ago. I was really young, and we would go camping, and there was nothing really to do, and so she had like a cross stitching set, and so she taught my sister and I how to cross stitch, and I really enjoyed it. But I just like. I was like in fourth grade, fifth grade when I did a little bit of it. And it's it was really relaxing. And I uh, sometime in my life, I would like to get back into it because I really did enjoy it. So, yeah, I'm very, I'm very I, proud of you for, for doing this. this is really I did a little bit fun. of cross stitching. My mom used to teach me. And then I used to. Well, I took sewing classes in college because I used mm. to have to um, alter all of my clothes, like jeans, T-shirts, because oh, I was yeah. too little. And it was before, like, I, I bought girls clothes. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I used to just have to alter all my clothes. And I remember it being relaxing. Like, yeah. it, except when, like, your needle gets snagged or you fuck something up and then you're just pissed. Yeah, and then you but, just throw it away and you hate it, hate your life and you just start drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Then do you, you have sh- any patterns that you're going to, do you, do you know what you're going to start making? Anything um, particular? So, I've got some ideas. Some of it, I just want to do art. I just want to do some, like, like, I love... Like, if if you look up punch needle art on mm-hmm. Google, there is so much cool stuff people have created. So part of it, I want to do some quotes. I want to do a line of quotes from the hills. Oh, that'd be so um, cute. And then I want to I want to do like little maybe landscapes or something. I maybe want to do some like Nintendo sort of characters. Oh, that'd be so cute. Yeah, there. I just have I just have so many ideas. Maybe just so draw some ideas. like some dicks, you know, some wieners. Yeah, dicks are always good. Yeah, I think there's a market. I think there's a market for like granny type arts and crafts, but with penises and vaginas. Yeah, just dirty. Just yeah, yeah. And some of that it. stuff's already on Etsy. On Etsy, there's this one guy who makes like uh, male nudes, like like couples, male oh, nude that's couples. Fun. You should you should get that commissioned. Yeah. You and Justin. Oh my god! And there are people who do like commissions for like portraits. Oh wow. Yeah, so crazy. Honey, I'm all about it. Watch this space, okay? Watch, watch this space, girl. Because I'm sure I'm gonna be whipping out the art in no time, okay? Uh, no I time. cannot wait to see all your shit stolen no and put on Pinterest. Oh, oh my god! And by like young and free shit was stolen by like what Forever Twenty One and shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Do you remember Young and Free? And then Young and Free merchandise started popping up everywhere, and we were like, say what? Mm, hashtag trendsetter. Someone, let's just say someone at those companies was a fan. I mean, you could say that. You'd be wrong, but you could say that. <laughs> a fan? You know, I don't know about that. that you're stretching it just a little bit. Surely I have to be the first person who's ever stuck those two words together. You exactly. Know? Trendsetter, like I was exactly. saying. Trendsetter. She's so smart. Okay, well. Good favorite what's thing. What's your favorite thing this week? I know you were scraping together one at the beginning, so uh, I, I what did you I found, get together? I found something good because I totally forgot oh. about it. Um, I because I I don't know why I'm just I'm so bad at this. This is my job, and I'm so bad at doing the podcast, y'all. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Some my people favorite aren't thing good this, at their jobs. I know, right? Some people are not good at their jobs, and it seems like I'm one of them. Um, mm-hmm. So my favorite thing this week is an album that came out by Janelle Monae. It's her new album called Dirty Computer. And Didn't, wasn't this your favorite thing? No, no, it wasn't. My favorite thing last week was uh, Handmaid's Tale. And then the well, week you've liked that, the singles. I think your favorite thing has been the singles off of this album. Maybe. I think so. you might be right. I think I think it has. Maybe. But that's fine. Now, did the album just come out? Yeah, the album just came out. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the, the singles came out a, a couple months ago. I think she did. She had a couple yeah. singles that came out. You're you're absolutely right. But the full length album came out. Um I want to say, like, within the past week, it came out. And she also had an emotion picture, is what she's calling it. And it's essentially, like, an hour-long movie with, like, all of her... Like, she has music videos for all of her songs. And it's, like, stringed together into this story about how she's, like, this cyborg. And she has to get cleansed. She's a dirty computer, um, which is the title of the album. And it it has lots of tie-ins to, you know, the color of your skin and your sexuality and your social status and how that, you know, equates you to being a dirty computer and you need to be cleansed to be this perfect android or perfect person or whatever. So she has this like this. Essentially, it's a it's a movie um, uh, that you can look up and it's it's called Dirty Computer, the emotion picture, E-M-O-T-I-O-N, emotion. That's the pun. Um, but the full length album is also out. It's it's 14 tracks. It's an R&B soul album. Um, and I it's really, really good. I like it a lot. I think all of the songs really string together. I've been a big Janelle Monae fan for a long time. Um and it, there's a lot of tie-ins with female empowerment and feminism. And um, it's just, it's a good album with a lot of really good messages. And the lyrics are very um, clever and very thought out. And the it's just good. I It's a really good album and I, I've been enjoying it. I think one of my, I think a couple of my favorite songs would be Pink featuring Grimes and probably I Like That, which is um, the 10th track on the album. It's good. I would recommend looking it up on YouTube. You can either watch the full emotion picture to kind of get the full broad spectrum of everything, or you can um, pick up the album wherever albums are sold, which is just the internet nowadays, because physical albums, where is she? I don't know her. So Wow. Well, I'll definitely have to check it out. I've been hankering for some Janelle Monet. Mm, I love it. It's, it's, it's definitely, it's different from her last few albums. It's more... Um, there's some trap elements. It's more low key. Um, it's less. I feel like it's less R and B. There are definitely some some funky songs on this on this album, but I feel like it's less funky and less 
less R&B or less soul than the last few albums. And I feel like it's more R&B this type around. It's def- it's more low key. It's but it's it's good. I really enjoy it. I feel like it's good study music. I was listening to it and I was doing a bunch of like tech work. I was doing some audio editing and I was doing some other work and it just like flew by. It was really good background music. So if you want something to um, do your embroidering to, maybe you could put Dirty Computer on and just listen to it or something. Maybe so. Maybe some so. Netflix, Netflix British shows. That's or probably that. What I'll that's be also that's also probably. But really I'll check good. it out. It sounds timely. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a product of now. Which yeah. is cool. It's it's very a reflection good. of the times, like emoji, you might say. You could say dirty like the emoji. Gun emoji. Oh wow! Our next album? No. Candy coated. Young dirty em- emoji. What would you call it? Dirty emoji. I was trying to call it young emoji. Young and emoji. Young emoji. Two. I just imagined it spelled like Y U N G emoji. Like a rapper's name. Mm-hmm. Young emoji. No, yeah. I was saying young and emoji. Part young two. and emoji part two. <laughs> the long awaited follow up, honey. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which. Much anticipated. Oh, but- honey. Speaking of which. <laughs> speaking of which. Coming soon. Mm-hmm. Coming soon. Joe's watch getting a couple space, packages. Honey, watch this space. Weebly.com slash Weebly. watch. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Weebly a website builder? Yeah. Oh I'm not my God. just saying shit. I, we- I love how we're just like, we keep pulling these shitty website builders out of our ass. Weebly. I swear I used Weebly for like a college project. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, sure. Anyways, Weebly. good favorite things. Good favorite good things. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Well, the construction has started back up. I apologize if you've been able to hear it for the last 15 minutes or so. Uh, but we're done with this episode. That's a bad way of ending it. We're leaving you forever. No, there will be a bonus episode this week. Mm -hmm. So if you're a Patreon patron, keep your eyes out for that. If you're not, become a Patreon patron so you can get access to that. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back next week with a regular episode for the rest of you guys. That sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments, or leave Leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alex S. Allison B. Ben B. Carolyn A. David M. Darren C. Devin D. Feliciano D. Henrich B. Jack C. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Marianne J. Maurice W. Megan N. Michael C. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Scott A. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.